So hi, one of the Good Noise Podcasts here with Wes Hoffman. We're going to ask him some questions today. I'm going to start. So what inspired you to start making music? What what inspired me to start making music? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, well, when I was a kid, uh, my mom was always, uh, is very musical. She majored in piano in college. Um, she's an amazing pianist. Um, isn't that a weird word? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you pianist. cut out there just the tiniest bit. I thought you said penis. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> okay. I know. I know. <laughs> um, she's amazing at the piano um and also a wonderful singer and she had a guitar she taught us me and my sister's piano when we were little and so it's kind of always been a big part of me but um i eventually picked up a guitar that my mom had in her bedroom and um what really got me into playing punk rock was uh when i was probably about 12 or 13 i heard a band called mxpx and um they just like blew my mind i'd never heard anything that fast I had probably never even heard anything that heavy at the time. Oh, yeah. um, you know, I mean, now I've, you know, there's tons of like heavy music out there, but it just wasn't accessible. This was back in like <laughs> the mid nineties, you know, oh, yeah. Yeah. it wasn't what it is now. And so like, um, you know, that really inspired me. And I was like, this is just so cool. So I dove into this world of punk rock and um, like, I'm still doing it. So 20 yeah. years later, so. <laughs> All right. Solid. All right. Uh, so congratulations on your new single, What's Left of Me. How do you felt the response to it so far? It's been really awesome. Um, you know, this was the first one that I really, uh, I really believed in this song. Um, and the, I have another song coming out probably in a couple months um, that I'm going to release another single. But I really, really believed in these songs. And I, and I wanted to really put as much into pushing them out and getting people to listen. Um, hence why I'm talking to you guys. And um, so thank you for having me and letting me like talk about my music. But, um, you know, I wanted to get a chance to like really, I really just wanted to share it out with people and do it right. And, um, you know, put as much behind the promotion and trying to get people to listen as I did. Um, put as much energy behind that as I did in writing and recording the song. So it's mm-hmm. been really, really cool. Um, you know, the whole... I mean, I have a few songs on Spotify, but this whole world, how people are discovering music now is like, I'm old school. I would give people flyers at shows and be like, hey, come to my show next week, you know? And that was how you would do it. And um, this whole world of getting it on playlists and doing a YouTube video and all this kind of stuff is really new to me. So it's it's really cool that, um, I mean, people all over the world are listening to it. So it's Mm -hmm. like, it's really cool in it, but it's also like, Oh my God, this is crazy. It's like, it's awesome, but um, yeah. I'm really enjoying it. So thank you to everyone who's listened. Mm-hmm. Um, so well, then how have you adapted from, you know, yeah. handing out flyers to, you know, playlist <laughs> promoting and being active on social media? You got to be an influencer exactly. at this point as mm-hmm. on top of a musician. So I'm curious to know what you Dude, think about that. Yeah, I've always kind of adapted. I've always, you know, I like connecting with people. So I've always kind of gravitated towards social media when, um, everything when everything was really coming out like way back in the day you know I had a MySpace and I had a Zanga and I had all these like older there was actually here in St. Louis where I'm from we had a little like it was very primitive at the time but it was called Mm stlpunk.com and it was like all about the punk scene in St. Louis and like there's a website that was at first was kind of just like a message board but you could have a, a handle and all that kind of stuff so I've always really been interested in that and um I've always been pretty active on Instagram. Instagram's like my my main platform, I would say now. So um, mm-hmm. I'm following you guys, just so you know. 
And I love how like most of your posts are, they look like this, like a zoom screen. And it's like, somebody tells a joke and everybody laughs. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta get, get people interested. Exactly. I know, people interested. I know. I love it. I love it. So, um, you know, then with Spotify really just seeing, um, it hasn't been till probably the last year, just seeing how many other people were building playlists and, um, you know, I started following those and, building my own as well i used to have a, a podcast called strange house and we had a podcast where we'd have all of the bands that we had on we'd add them to the playlist and tell people to follow it and stuff yeah like that. so, that's really cool yeah yeah and so now i'm kind of just um you know all of these people who curate playlists they have an instagram so it's like a way to connect and, and figure out from there and then of course i'm working with um val who connected us together and she's been a huge help in um uh helping get the word out as well so She's the best. We love her here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, so, is there any meaning behind the cover name or uh, the uh, or the cover art <laughs> or, the, or, or the, the title uh, art. or the title <laughs> uh, of the track? Yeah, yeah. So, um, the art is done by this guy. Um, he's a friend of mine. His name's Chris. It's Youth X Energy on Instagram, and he does some really cool bootleg stuff. And um, he was doing a lot of stuff for bands um, previously doesn't do too much anymore, but I've worked with him for a couple of years now. So he still does it for me. <laughs> um, but, you know, I really like, I went through a huge transition about a year ago in my life where everything, uh, my life looks completely different now than it did a year ago. And, and even now I have this new song out and things are, um, you know, I'm in a much better place than I was previously. And um, I really had just gotten to a point where I was like, I just turned 38. My birthday was on Saturday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you very much. Um, uh, and, and I just was like, I want to just, I kind of just want to go to a blank slate again. I really just kind of want to press the restart button on my Nintendo and start over. And, yeah. uh, you know, all of the, I had all these different things in my life, like relationships and I had my own business and everything just kind of I told my friend it looked like you know what a like duct tape looks like when it's all wadded up and it's got like lint and hair on it like mm-hmm. that's what I felt like what my life was. Oh, <laughs> that's horrible. I know, I know. It was all just this big mess that I felt like needed to be unraveled and like yeah. started over. And um, uh, you know, not, it wasn't all bad, but there were many as many big aspects that needed to be changed. And um, so you know, after I made that big transition, I kind of and I started to write songs again, I was like, okay, I can kind of see what's left of me. What, where am I at? Where am I at after starting from zero? Like what, what's good, what's working, what's not. And um, you know, when I say um, you and me were never meant to be, that doesn't necessarily mean a person. It just means maybe my past life and my past dreams mm. and the things that I wanted at one time um, weren't what I want now. And yeah. um, I can finally see where I'm at now and, and move forward. And then the artwork, I told him, I was like, I just want like a broken mirror. I think that would be really okay. cool. You know, like you're looking at yourself and, and he just took it and ran with it and made this really cool like collage kind of type looking thing, which I really like. And it's also, you know, I gave the duct tape analogy. Mm-hmm. It kind of looks like a, a something that's been dirtied and stomped on and pieced together, yeah. which I think he totally got it. That's like, that was totally part of the concept of it too. So um, it's it sounds like a sad song, but it's really not. It's like, <laughs> I'm starting over. It's good. Let's move forward. Let's go. Okay. Exactly. All right. Yeah, that's awesome. 
<laughs> so can you tell me a little bit about your writing process for this song? Yeah, absolutely. So I started, uh, it's been a couple of years now that I started doing this. I started using GarageBand to write all my songs. So mm -hmm. I do, um, on the song, I did all the instruments and the vocals except for the drums. My good friend, um, Justin, he goes by Hez. Uh, he did the drums and because I just can't play drums. I, like, <laughs> That's fair. And, I mean, I could keep a beat maybe, but I can't do the kind of stuff that he did. So yeah. um, he's a magician on the on the skins. <laughs> so um, uh, he, uh, you know, I sat down and I wanted to record a few, a couple of songs. Like I, mm -hmm. I been overdue. I, I, I needed to record some songs and put some stuff out. And so um, I have a little practice studio that I go to and I bring my laptop and I hook it up and my, put my guitar in there and I can mess around with the drums a little bit. And so um, I probably had, oh my gosh, I mean, I probably had four or five ideas for each song. You know, yeah. I had four or five songs. Um, out of these two songs that I recorded, I've had six songs total. Oh, that wow. I, like these are the two best two that I need to record. So, okay, wow. yeah. You know, that had fully fleshed out with like digital drums and stuff like that. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, and then I talked to the other guys that play with me in the band, like, which ones do you like best? Which one do you think are like the heavy hitters? And um, what's left with me, my best friend, Jacob, who plays bass, um, the minute he put the headphones on and heard it and that first chord, and then it just takes off with that fast punk beat, he was like, yes, this has to be what I want. And so <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, that's it. And uh it, it takes me, you know, I mean, sometimes uh, inspiration strikes and you can, you write a song in 10 minutes and you have all yeah. the lyrics and the, the, how you want it to be arranged down. Um, these songs took a couple weeks each, like of refining and, you know, I'll record something instrumental and then mm -hmm. I'll listen to it in my car. I'll listen to it in my AirPods and kind of think, what melody am I hearing? What do I want the chorus to sound like? Yeah. Instead of just, oh, this is the first thing that came to my mind. Let's go with that. You know, so yeah. I really, really took some time. Um, I would say my process was a lot slower than it has been in the past, but the songs are a lot better because of that. So yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Worked out in the long, long run. Exactly. Yeah. As long as the songs are coming out good still, like, mm -hmm. yeah, that's all that matters. Do you guys, do either of you guys play music? Oof, Absolutely no. not. <laughs> not a musical bone in our bodies. Nope, nope. No, no. I have like five instruments though can't play one <laughs> the thought that counts you're just big mu music enthusiasts oh yes. yeah yeah we're just here to talk about the music we're not here to play it no. I, love it. <laughs> I think i honestly dude i think that is just as important as the music like yeah. if we don't have people that are like you you know i i did a music podcast for a long time where we talked to fans and like that's as big a part of that's an art in and of itself and mm -hmm. it's as big of part of the music like I was talking putting as much energy into getting the word out yeah. as I did in writing the songs and recording them it's just as important as like you're an artist as well you know what mm -hmm. I mean like yeah. it's not it's I mean they go hand in hand they're mm -hmm. they're to me in my mind they're like the same thing like oh. and there's so many cool podcasts and like just Instagram accounts out there now like spreading there music. it's really yeah. awesome yeah it is definitely. it's like exploded because the world was locked down so everyone was like i want to start a podcast exactly so yeah. everyone started a podcast and uh yeah as they should as yeah. they should um <laughs> so this is a brand new question you're the first person we're asking it to i thought yeah. about it at about 12 30 in the morning 
after showering. So let's see how it hits. Okay, um, what do you do in showering at 1230 in the morning? I'm not. Do you not shower yeah. at the no, middle of the night? I mean, I shower in the mornings. Uh, I mean, I guess 1230 in the morning is a thing, you know. But exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's a morning. Lately, lately, I'll shower like I'll get up and I'll work for mm. a little while and I'll shower like at noon. Cause like I don't wake that's up. That's horrible. Yeah, I feel gross if I'm not that's like that. That's yeah. disgusting. I can't do no. that. Um, no. And I can't well, shower <laughs> before school because I'm rolling. I'm up until one o'clock in the morning. I can't roll out of bed and be ready for school by eight o'clock. Absolutely yep. not. I feel gross when I shower at night, and then I wake up in the morning, and I'm like, oh, well, now I feel my hair. I have this horrible bedhead, you know, like. Uh, I just comb it over, and I feel fine. Like <laughs> my, I don't know. My hair just doesn't do that. Like, do I don't get it. I don't get it. I can't. I don't know. Um, so, Welcome to the Bedhead podcast. <laughs> so what lyric is your favorite on this song? And I would like you to explain the meaning behind that lyric. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Good question. Good question. Thank good you. job, Shane. A lot of it myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so there is, okay. So there is a, there's a line in the chorus that talks about, um, in my darkest hour is where I found my power. And, um, you know, I think that a lot of times people, myself included, like, you don't really, it's kind of like what, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of like that, but it's more of like in those hard times in the darkness and the times when you hit rock bottom is when you really realize, okay, am I either going to, am I going to descend deeper? Am I going to stay here at rock bottom or am I going to bounce back? Yeah. And, and you know, a lot of us don't change until we hit that rock bottom and until we're forced to do something different, you know, mm-hmm. because what everything around us isn't working. Um, and some of us just stay at rock bottom. But for me, it was like, I have a choice. I can either stay doing this, stay in the same situation for the rest of my life or these same situations, or I can make a change and move on. And um, yeah, I mean, shit got gets dark yeah. <laughs> you know but um <laughs> but um i think we're all powerful enough to pull ourselves through it if we want to and and we can yeah definitely that's a very good lyric i like that i like that a lot like that a lot um so can you tell me where your headspace was while writing the single you kind of already went into it a little bit but if you want to you can go a bit more in depth sure sure yeah i always try to um what I really tried to do lately um, when I'm going into write songs is just kind of, I'm really into meditation and like mm-hmm. mindfulness and stuff like that. So yeah. um, I don't do it every time, but I like, I was, when I was writing these songs, going in there and trying to clear out everything in my head and just my studio has no windows. So it's like, it really does shut out the outside world. I try yeah. not to open my phone that much when I'm down there. Um, and I kind of just cleared everything out of my head. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I, it sounds really, <laughs> it might sound a little woo-woo or like spiritual, but like just letting the music kind of flow through and like, yeah. okay, I'm going to sit here with my guitar and play around with some chords and see what I like the best and, and see what comes out and just kind of let it flow through. And I feel like it's the times when I go into the studio and I think, I'm going to try to write the most awesome riff I've ever written and that's ever been written. I'm just, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to rip this shit, you know, like mm-hmm. shreds. I'm just going to go crazy. And um, those are the times where I don't, it doesn't come out, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I feel like it was somebody like Albert Einstein said that something 
similar to like it's when you're not looking for the answers is when they come to you like yeah. when, you, when you're in the shower and you're not there's nothing around to distract you that's mm-hmm. when the ideas come or yeah. when you're yeah. doing dishes or mowing the yard or folding your laundry or something yeah. um that's when it seems like the best things kind of come to you so i kind of went into it with that mindset and that attitude and um also just trying to reaffirm to myself i'm also a big positive affirmation person like when i would go into the studio i would say like not in a conceited way but like i'm a good songwriter i write good songs like i would say that kind of in my head over and over and um i think some pretty good songs came out of that so definitely yeah because you are so boom um so (laughs) what band or artist influence you think you hear the most on this single um so i've done this uh i've answered this a little bit um there's a band called strung out um that is one of my favorites uh punk band from the 90s they have kind of this metally sound and they they have the fast punk beat um mxpx of course because they're one of my um my og um punk bands that i really liked there's a singer songwriter um her name is courtney marie andrews mm-hmm. you've heard of her but um she wrote this song that my girlfriend sent to me not too long ago. And um, lyrically, like I was really trying to kind of pull from some of like the deepest parts of me, which a lot of her songs have that mm-hmm. in it as well. Um, and I'm a really big fan of like, um, you know, with just anthemic stuff, I'm a really big fan of the Menzingers, um, that those guys too. So just kind of like that fist pumping, like choruses and yeah ones that will get caught in, in your head like after one listen so exactly okay. yeah i don't mean to flip this around and distract you guys too much but what are could you each give me like a band that you're listening to that you really like right now one that i like right now Ooh. architects Ooh, oh my god that's I, I, how's the new album i oh my god it's love so it. good i haven't Glory. listened to it yet. I need not to. a metal head absolutely loves the album it's so good i bought the vinyl and then refunded it like five minutes after because i was like no a fan would enjoy this so i bought that same pressing so it's okay yeah Um, that he's the fan that got the (laughs) the variant oh god i don't know i'm not gonna say one direction because like i've been listening to them that much lately but like i can give you an artist sure Uh, yeah tyler the creator okay okay like frank ocean yeah okay awesome Mm -hmm. awesome yeah I need to check out that new architects. Yes. For sure. Yes. It's 100%. like it is so good. I'm gonna listen to it again tonight, probably. <laughs> it's like that good. I they put out one and then um A Day to Remember just put out a new We album. just trashed on the A Day to Remember album for oh a solid God. ten minutes. It's like not it? good. No. Oh really? I, I there's a couple songs on it that stood out to me, but the heavier songs said. were okay, but like they tried to go like pop slash pop country, country and it was not yeah. good at oh, all. I didn't yeah. yeah, they put like a really heavy song and then they put a country song right after it and it just it it wasn't like put together properly. What's the name of the country song? I don't even do you there, remember? There were a couple in there that had like a country twang to them. That's why I call uh, them like pop country. Oh, mm-hmm. I know. I think I, I kind of I listened to it yesterday when I, w- I was driving for like an hour. And, and I mean, yeah, I they, they have that one song that's called like Bad Friends. Mm-hmm. that one's okay like that one's yeah. there's a couple of the, it's just the heavier songs because that's what they've been doing their entire career yeah that's what they're known for but you can tell that like fueled by ramen had their hands in there a little too much and they were trying to like turn them into a pop band like they do every other band they sign so yeah aka fallout boy yep <laughs> oh. 
Oh, I'm totally kidding. No, I, no, you're right, Phil. I, I forgot. I the fall, is Fall Out Boy on Fuel by Ramen? Yeah, yeah everybody's on. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Way back in the day. So, right. so it's Paramore, right? Yeah. Which, hey. I mean, all due respect, all due respect to bands that like, bands like Blink 182, Green Day, Fall Out Boy that like start on the ground level. Yeah. Literally the ground level, and they are wildly successful now. Like, mm -hmm. that's really, really cool. Yeah. Um, I just, you know, I hate to be that person that's always like, oh, well, their older stuff is better. But well, like the older but sometimes stuff it's true. <laughs> more genuine. It's more genuine. It's more authentic. Exactly, that's before yeah. they had all this money and they could spend all this money in the studio and take all their time writing mm -hmm. music. You know, not that they sold out or anything. I mean, I still support those bands. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> like, yeah. but, but it's just, you know, a band like Fall Out Boy, their music just evolves. It, it turned into pop, you know, like, yeah. like um, all of a sudden it's like, oh, you know, you hear a song at, at like a bar or something. You're like, somebody's like, oh, yeah, this is Fall Out Boy. And I'm like, you're like, and it's Fall Out Boy. It wasn't even slow evolution. I, I can't hear a oh. single guitar. In it. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And the worst part about Fall Out Boy is it wasn't even a slow evolution. It was just like they came back from their hiatus and went pop. Yeah, so, it made no sense. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, I still, like I said, still support them. I'm not going to call them sellouts or anything like that. No, but it's no. like, it's inter it's interesting to see the progression, you know? Mm -hmm. Definitely. For sure. <laughs> um, so back to your track. <laughs> this one. This you got to rein me in once in a while. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's all good. It's okay. Um, so this one should be like super, super fast. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe this new track for listeners in three words. I switched that, but it's okay. Upbeat, emotional, powerful. All right. Those are decent. I like Solid. those. I like Was those. it supposed to be a phrase or can I just, you just no. want to. Just, it's whatever, just yeah. Just three words. Whatever comes to your head first that contains exactly. three words. Mm -hmm. uh, so in that same train of thought, is there a certain feeling you want your listeners to have while going through the track? You said mm -hmm. it was like a positive song. So is that the feeling you want your listeners to have? Yeah. You know, it's interesting, man. I've had multiple people tell me that like, when they listen to it, that it made them tear up a little bit. And um, it, I mean, all of those people were people who know me and know maybe what I've, I've been going through over the mm -hmm. last couple of years. But um, so maybe they related to it on a, a little bit of a different level, but like, um, I would say maybe a little bit introspective, like a little bit melancholy, like it's, it, it is positive, yeah. but it's not your upbeat, happy, newfound glory, you know jump around it i mean it's a jump around song but not in the same way where it's like you know uh <laughs> it, it's not one of those like real bubblegum poppy type songs yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah i would still call it kind of catchy and poppy but like not in that same way mm -hmm. um, but yeah i mean i wanted to hit people in the feels a little bit my one of my friends she was like oh i really like that song it was so good she's like it made me kind of sad though and i'm like it's supposed to hit you in the feels a little bit, you yeah. know. So yeah, that's fair. Did either of you cry when you listened? No, <laughs> I haven't cried to a song in a good bit of time. Yeah, yeah. well, actually, so, the last time I cried was when I listened to Discovery right after Daft Punk broke up. But that does not oh, count. We don't talk about that. Poor Daft Punk. Other than that, I don't typically cry when I listen to music. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think. I can't think of the last time I cried when I listened to maybe maybe like Better by Zayn, like. <laughs> I don't know. It's been a while. <laughs> it's not even 
even like a sad song. It's just like I was so <laughs> happy he came back. So good. <laughs> no, but um, <laughs> anyways, is this single leading up to anything bigger, or is it just like a standalone single? Yeah, that's a great question. So, like with many of my projects, so the the, the whole how this whole thing started out was I was going to do one song mm-hmm. with um uh Hez, who I mentioned before, who plays drums and he asked me if I wanted to come over to his house and record one song. And so we recorded a song that was like a minute and a half long. Um, it's called Keep Your Focus. It's on my Spotify. It's like one of the first songs on there, like older mm-hmm. song. And um, we were, and then we, and then I was like, okay, well we have to play a show now. So let me put together a few more songs. And then we played a show and we had like 80 people in a place that holds like 60 people. In oh, wow. Oh my God. Yeah. Packed. When we did like yeah. our, our little release, you know, like, our one show and then I was like okay we can't stop now so it was like the momentum momentum just kind of built mm-hmm. and I was like so let's do more songs let's do more shows and um, I was originally just going to put out two songs I went to the studio in December and recorded two songs and um, I was like you know and then I'll see what happens after that so now um, I'm going to do an EP I'm going to go back to the studio probably um, at the beginning of the summer like maybe June and um record three more songs and put out a little five song ep probably like in september so okay um, happy yeah, birthday yeah. to me nice yeah yeah what, wait, what did you say? i said happy birthday to me thanks oh okay when's your birthday oh it's september 25th okay yeah cool. so i guess you got to put it out on that day now so you're it's like a saturday you, or something are you into astrology you're you're a libra i think i'm a libra yeah i'm not really into it somebody tried to guess our astrology signs once and failed horribly jill from pollyanna i love them but um, so hard horribly but no i'm not i'm not really into it i think it's interesting but are you yeah i am i am into it somewhat like i mean i'm a pisces so i know all about pisces and Mm-hmm. you know we're emotional and sensitive and intuitive and empathic and creative and yeah fluid you know I'm a, it's a water sign so you kind of go with the flow and yeah um yeah so I I have studied a lot about like what my sign is and mm-hmm. I'm totally like right on it's like on the mark with me so <laughs> yeah that's fair that's fair that's uh so <laughs> where do you see the project in the next five years oh my god um five years um you know what honestly like I know I'm a little older but I would like to do a little bit of touring even Mm -hmm. if it's just for like we can't really do that we can't do that now because of COVID and everything when um which actually I think has been a positive thing because it's forced me to go into the studio like I can't tour but I can record you know I can't, can't play shows but I can record and um I don't think there were a ton of albums that came out in 2020 um neck deep off the top of my head is one that um Mm -hmm. hot mulligan put out a good one um Mm -hmm. neck deep was the one that i feel like uh, knuckle puck put out a good one um those are all the ones that stand out to me anyway um but you know i'm hoping that kind of like doing putting out music now putting out an ep um in five years i would hope to have a a full-length album out you know at least 10 songs Mm-hmm. 10 to 12 um and even if it's just like you know i'm an adult <laughs> so like i can't i can't i have to work i have to pay bills i can't be gone you know uh, the way that life is like i can't be gone for 
I mean, it would be awesome if I, if I was be able to support myself for a 90 day tour or something, yeah. like that, you know, but like, um, even if it was just for five or to seven days, even if it was like, okay, we're taking a week, we're, we're going on a little run, we're going to play to some people and see what happens. And I'd love to play some festivals and stuff like that. So these are all like, just kind of my dreams that in five years, I would love to be doing stuff like that. Definitely. Yeah. I hope we get to tour when the world opens back up because that'd be pretty in 2046. Cool. Oh god, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're getting close, but I don't think it just. I don't know if it's going to happen this year. It's so See, uncertain. Yeah. Yeah, my mom is saying 2023, and I'm like, oh god, that's that that's not good. So I don't like the sound of that. No, neither do I. I'm hoping 2022. I am too. Because I'm already counting out 2021 because of Mississippi and Texas. They just dragged us back down. So I'm giving us an extra year. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think with, uh, you know, a lot of people, they're just over it and they're like, oh, I'm not wearing a mask. I'm not taking exactly. It's like that we're at this weird place where it's like, we're getting the vaccines. It's getting better. Like cases are going down. And now exactly. you're like, this is, you know, states are doing that and it's just going to, it's not, then, you know, what worries me is, those people in Texas or Mississippi, they're going to travel mm-hmm. to other places and, yep. and people are going to go there and they're going to get it and take it back to wherever they're from. It's just yeah. like, it's just going to perpetuate it. I feel like if we all would have, um, if we all would have just been like, okay, everybody just lock down for two months. Don't exactly. go anywhere. Don't do anything. Mm-hmm. We'll give you a little bit of money to make it through. And then we won't have to deal with this again, but we didn't do that. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. I just, God, it would have been so easy. So now easy. If everybody just listen. And other here. countries did it. Other countries did that. And exactly. Yeah. They're, they're not dealing with COVID anymore. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, Australia shows again. I'm about to go to Australia. New Zealand's having big festivals again. Yeah. So I'm about to go there. Yeah. I can't do this anymore. Nope. <laughs> but, like, um, I'm over it too, but still wearing my mask. Yeah, I don't exactly. know. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's hard for the people that have really been taking it seriously. Like then you're really you you're like I'm really over it too. Like but I've been taking it seriously and exactly know, it's, mm-hmm. it's a tough not a whining little piss baby when mm-hmm. I put my mask on. You know just go fucking do it. Just just wear your mask. That's what life dude. is now. I'd like to see my friends eventually. So mm-hmm. please just wear a mask. Yeah, it's just basically our message. <laughs> so. it, it's not that big. Honestly, in the I live in St. Louis, and in the winter, it hasn't been that bad. The mask actually helps keep your nose warm. Exactly. Exactly. Take yeah. that one, Annie Maskers. My face Boom. is so much warmer when it's I'm wearing so the mask warm. outside. Yeah. And it doesn't bother me that much. Like, it's a little bit of a pain when you're in the store at, for too mm-hmm. long. Like when you're inside for too long, you start getting sweaty under your mask. My yeah. my glasses fog I was really say bad. Glasses, yeah. It's horrible. Really not that that big of an inconvenience though mm-hmm. <laughs> to yeah. wear a mask. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, for the last couple questions, we're actually going to shift away from music, if that's okay with you. Yeah. Dick, we're going to go straight to death row. Boom. So, if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Bigger boom. What, what would my last meal be with what? A drink. a drink. With a drink? Yeah. Um, I would probably, uh, <laughs> this is going to sound really silly. There's this really awesome pizza place here in St. Louis called Pizza Head. Mm-hmm. and um i just got like the the it's new york style oh, oh yeah yeah are you guys from new york no <laughs> new jersey and she's from virginia yeah 
East so, Coast. Close okay. enough. Okay. Close so, enough, yeah. yeah. So you've got New York style pizza over there everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So um, it's New York style. So big pizzas and like you can fold them over. Oh, yeah. Eat. And I, I just had, um, I'm vegetarian and they have this like chicken tikka masala pizza that's like just so good. And their mm-hmm. pepperoni and, and their sausage, it's all uh, vegetarian. Okay, no, yeah. It's all vegan vegetarian um it's not all vegan you can get dairy like cheese but yeah i would probably have that as as a whole pie by myself i can really only eat like two pieces at a time because it's so big yeah but um and a drink um i'm not a big uh i mean i i do drink beer once in a while i drink a lot of water um there you go i i would probably well but if i'm gonna if i'm gonna die anyway i'd probably want to go out drinking an orange crush Okay. all right solid i haven't all heard right. that one in a while i don't, I don't think we've ever gotten that one no we haven't gotten orange crush before oh, in our really? 400 interviews we haven't gotten orange crush oh, okay yeah. okay yeah i don't drink a lot of soda but every once in a while in the summer it just it, it hits different it does, it does. yeah You're like oh i just need an orange crush right now like, mm-hmm. sitting out on the beach or something like yeah yeah so true i agree um so if you could live in one fictional world for a week where would you live Mm, that is a good one uh the (laughs) i'm such a big okay well i can actually do this then okay so there was i'm a big comic book nerd too Mm. the ninja turtles and batman did a crossover together oh my god i will i want to live in that world where the ninja turtles and batman exist together yeah, okay. I want to be. I want to be. I want to go hand in hand into battle with Michelangelo. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, definitely. Oh my god! I will run into battle screaming "Huyakasha!" <laughs> so true. So true. That's the dream. That's the dream. Oh my god, we haven't gotten that one. No. A lot of new answers here. Thank you. <laughs> well, I was so, trying to go off the. I mean, the Mandalorian came to mind. Mm-hmm. came to like the Avengers universe. We haven't gotten WandaVision or the Mandalorian. No, I think we might have gotten the Mandalorian once. I don't know. I think we Wars. have. You know, you probably have gotten Star Wars or. Oh God, universe. so many times. Nine million times. Yeah. So, but thank you. Uh, I have the honor of asking the last question. Every single person we've spoken to has actually said it is the most important question. What is your favorite color? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, my favorite, if you can't tell, I wear a lot of black. And it just goes with everything. So, yeah. It, it, I, I mean, and, you know, back in the day, there was always, uh, it's an easy decision to make because mm-hmm. it goes with everything. And yeah. back in the day, every band I mean, I can't tell you how many black t-shirts and black hoodies I have. Exactly. And just because it goes with everything. And, and so many bands just, they always have that classic, like, I actually just released some new merch and it's a black t-shirt with white print. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's yeah. just, I, I know it's really simple, but um, I mean, but black is actually the absence of the color. Yeah. Um, I also really like blue and green. So different shades of blue and green kind of go together too so okay. all right solid. solid uh so as glory said that's all the questions we have today is there anything that you would like to plug um just listen to my new single what's left of me 
and pre-order uh, i'm doing a pre-order of merch it's it's gonna um you can order it now until march 12th i don't know when if this will be out by then but um uh, okay well you can't pre-order anymore <laughs> but go listen to what's left of me follow me on spotify um yeah listen to the song that's all that's all that i asked that's when i put this out all i said was i just want people to listen that's all so please listen um right. and thank you guys so much for having me this was really a lot of fun yeah, of course. Of course yeah, this is great. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, thank you for now. This has been Wes Hoffman, and we're the Good Noise Podcast. <laughs>